Welcome to the podcast that's dedicated to helping business owners prepare their business for exit so that you can maximize the valuation of the business and then exit on your own terms. This is the Exit Insights podcast and it's presented by Succession Plus. I'm Daryl Bates Brownsword and today I'm joined by a, a really experienced uh, business exit planner, Mark Dorman. Mark runs Legacy Business Advisors based in Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for joining me today, Mark. Daryl, thank you. This is uh, exciting. I yeah, appreciate the well, opportunity to be here. Great stuff, Mark. So, Mark, you've been, I, I touched on, you've been helping business owners prepare for exit for, for about 15 years now. How did you get involved in, and what did you do before? How did you sort of end up going, hey, look, I want to help business owners prepare for exit and get exit ready? Yeah, so uh, good question. Um, I, uh, I'm i 58, and uh Right around my early 40s, I got approached uh, to just chat with a bunch of business owners. So I, I, at that time, I, I had founded and owned um, a multidisciplinary uh, kind of financial and employee benefits consulting firm in in the uh, in the U.S. in the Cleveland, Ohio marketplace, uh, and we grew that quite quickly. Uh, we had a team of about 30, 35 people, uh, and uh, you know we were getting some some fast recognition and we grew our revenue or our turnover quite strong uh but i was it, i was fundamentally misaligned with my partner at the time we started with three individuals one moved to denver and then i made some mistakes because i had founded the firm and i did everything that i now tell my clients not to do give away equity too early in the game etc cetera, etc cetera. uh and then i found myself um where uh, my former partner and I, who founded the firm, uh, we brought in another gentleman. Uh, the other gentleman wasn't as good of a producer, uh, which was a problem when you're trying to grow a business. Uh, and when the first individual uh, moved, he moved to Denver. That left me in 50-50 partnership with uh, my new partner, which... Uh, we just didn't see eye to eye. I wanted to grow. He was quite comfortable. Um, so we decided essentially to just go our separate ways. And it was really at that time, not only, you know, a couple of things. One, I had been approached in the exit planning business was really starting to just kind of bubble up in the U.S. And as I was reading about it, I was very intrigued by it. Um, actually, was getting a little bit burnt out in the other industry. Um I started to, you know, have conversations with clients and uh, kind of just jumped into the deep end of the pool and said, this would be something that I would like to do for the balance of my career uh, and uh, really assist business owners in educating them and assisting them and guiding them, uh, you know, through the largest transaction of their life. Certainly my buyout of that firm was the largest transaction to at, to, at that point in my, my life. Um, and if I had to do it all over again, I would have done it, done it a lot differently. Um, and so it was just kind of that kind of spark, uh, sparked my interest. Um, and from there, I just, just really fell in love with the space, uh, and, and gave it a go. Okay. So, so classic, I guess, experience of gone, Hey, I had some experience of running a business before the exit process, uh, you know, new was aware of the concept, but then my actual experience of exiting was a bit clunky or you know, leaved a bit to be desired and going, mm -hmm. you know, it's such an opportunity. And it's such a shame because, you know, if you have a look at the stats, like 
80% of SMEs, yeah, 80% of SME business owners that, that you know, try and exit their business just can't. They end up with nothing. And to, to me, that's that's the bit that's avoidable and, and where we can make such a difference. You know, you, you're making a difference to these business owners' lives. And, and if I'm picking up, you know, you started 15 years ago, I'm getting a sense that's about where we are in the UK at the moment. There, there's no exit planning association. There's no industry. You talk to business owners over here about, hey, look, you need to work on your business and not in your business, and, and they nod and recognize and they're familiar with that concept. Then you say, have the conversation and have a go, hey, look, this is your only business, right? You've, you've, you've not run any other businesses. No, 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 no. So you're great at selling your product. At some point, you need to shift your mindset from selling product to your, your business is is what you need to be ultimately selling. So your mindset shift from revenue growth to asset growth, and then you know you can start that journey preparing for exit, and that way you can create an exit on your terms and really get the most from your life's work because you increase the asset. And you have that conversation with them, and they go, "Wait, what? Yeah, that's a new concept." So, yep. and I think that's where we are in the UK, whereas in the US. You know, there is an, an established industry and, and people are aware uh, that they need to you know, get some specialist help and prepare their business you know, for their exit uh, to make sure they get the best experience of that. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, you know, that I don't know that in the, in the eyes of the business owner uh, that in the, U, in the U.S. Uh, that they're a, a lot more aware of the need uh, and the need to uh, prepare for an exit uh, than that of a UK business owner, let's say. I think there okay. are just there's more advisors running around, uh, perhaps telling that story. And certainly, exit planning as an industry is is farther down the line, maybe by 15 years. Uh, you've got the Exit Planning Institute based in Cleveland. You've got uh, the Business Enterprise Institute based in Denver uh, that are you know big into the certification and education. Uh, field, but there still uh, is a is an overall lack of awareness. And to your point, I, it, it's it's a real shame because you've got all these baby boomer business owners all over the world. But you know, just specific yeah. to the U.S., it's something in the you know, depending on the study, twelve million, twenty million. It's it's in the tens of millions that are going to transition, uh, are hoping to transition, and the vast majority of them, to your point, won't. Um, and they're they're going to be you know just woefully disappointed. Uh, and, and so when you have this conversation about preparedness or lack thereof and the price of being, uh, ill-prepared, uh, it does probably get a little bit more traction. Uh, certainly I would say that, um, that it, it, when you, when you, uh, entertain dialogue with their advisors, their attorney, their accountant, the other advisors are much more in tune in America, I would suspect to support the exit planning process okay. uh, with an SME than, uh, than perhaps in, in your market in the UK. Okay. So how do, how do you, in the, in the marketplace, so the, there's an established industry associations there, the professionals are, are working it, and, and I guess opportunistically working with their clients to, to take them through a process and, and help them prepare their business so they do get a successful exit. But the business owners themselves are, are still kind of in the mindset, well, I've got to grow my business. I've got to build the valuation and, and keep the business going. What sort of conversations are you having with them to change their mindset from, hey, look, this is important. I'll get around to it one day. I don't want to exit my business for three, four, five years yet. 
um, how do you get them to shift their mindset and or raise awareness that, hey, this is actually a, a longer term process that I need to uh, move on? So, um, you know, bring it to the importance level of their mindset that I really need to act now and start the process of preparing and, and getting things ready, even though I may not want to leave just yet. Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, I, I, I believe that my own personal experience um, gives me a, a lot of what they call in the States street cred yeah. uh, or credibility um, when speaking to an owner. And, and I tell them about what I went through and how I ultimately paid a financial price for not being prepared. Uh, but I will then say, yeah, yeah, but I was 43 at the time. So I did, I wasn't expecting to exit, but what happened was more of a, dis, a dissolution. Um, but this whole concept of beginning with the end in mind, um, of building a business that's transferable, uh, that has, uh, you know, the attractiveness of, you know, kind of best in class, not only financials, but operations, lack of customer concentration, lack of owner centricity, all those items that we talk about now, uh, that really kind of gets their attention. I would think that the primary question that I asked, because in the U.S., uh, the vast majority of certified exit planners are financial advisors uh, by profession. So they'll be asset managers or insurance individuals. Um, so I would say that's probably 70% of the credentialed uh, professionals. Um, so that really becomes your competition in in to the extent that there is it, there is any competition. But one of the questions that I always ask our clients or prospective clients is, you know, you know, do you know the value of your business? The answer is inevitably no. Yeah. Uh, and you know, then you know, and that's not surprising. You know, if I'm speaking to a, a, a prospective client, that's not surprising. I mean, studies show that 98% of business owners in the U.S. don't know what their business is worth. Um. But yet the vast majority of those people, nine out of 10, are expecting it to fund the vast majority of their retirement. Yeah. So, you know, so does that make sense to you? They're like, no, not when you put it that way. So, so who do you talk to? Uh, you know, or, or do you, and then I would also ask, do you know how much you need to retire on comfortably? They said, well, I work with my financial advisors. Uh, so that that's back to my point. So I, I asked them, then, well, tell me when you speak with your financial advisor about your business, Daryl. Share with me how that conversation goes. And inevitably, the business owner, he or she will say, we never talk about my business. We talk about my retirement money or we talk about my life insurance or my estate plan. And I said, well, our firm is going to talk about your business. And their eyes kind of light up. I said, by the way, who do you speak to about your business? He said, I don't have anyone to speak to. Right? I can't talk to my wife because we just ends up getting stressful. My buddies don't understand. So... We've just been very effective at letting them, uh, and I talked to my team, letting a business owner, kind of like a boxer, you got to get the business owner to drop their gloves so that you can actually have a, a connective uh, conversation with them. And I think therein lies the reason why I find the exit planning business to be so intriguing. It's such an accelerated level of relationship building that once you engage a client, um, you know, they really share kind of their innermost fears and they're willing to say, look, you know, just talking to business, my businessman last night, um, you know, we felt we built, built a great business. I said, you did, you've got a great business, but there's just a couple things you need to work on if you're going to want to transition it. Uh, yeah. And everyone kind of gets that right. And you're, and I always tell our clients, you know, you're not alone. This is not a, 
ABC manufacturing issue. This is a systemic issue among small business owners throughout the world. Yeah. You, you raised something in, around the financial planners because a, a lot of financial advisors out there are, um, yeah, and, and through no fault of their own, they'll, they'll do the, the planning with their client and they go, okay, so what, what's happening? And the business owner will say, well, I'm going to sell my business in five years' time. And, you know, so I'll put five million, I'll sell it for five million. And, I, you know, there'll be a lump sum go in and the financial planner writes down five million and, and you know, puts a lump sum into the financial plan and there's a nice yeah. business. Good and luck with go, that. Yeah, well, exactly. That's, that's, yeah. Like, how do you know the business is going to be worth five million in five years' time? Well, the business owner yeah. told me. Based on what? Yeah, it might, you know, is, if that's what it's worth to them. What's it worth to someone else to actually acquire? Um, what's the realistic value from a third party perspective? And, and that's where I see you know, people like yourselves, you know, exit planners, actually partnering with financial planners so that the financial plan is built on a nice solid foundation rather than just aspiration. Yes. And, and I mean, I think there that is a kind of a an unintended consequence. Uh, there's many, many credentialed professionals in the U.S. Uh, if, you, if you look at the numbers, I'm speaking with Scott Snyder, the president of the Exit Planning Institute in Cleveland, phenomenal organization. Uh, they've graduated now over 5,000 certified exit planning advisors. But Scott told me that less than 2% maybe have ever actually worked an engagement. So that's 100 people um, serving a marketplace that's just completely untapped. So uh, exactly. This isn't a, an exact science. You just don't write down $5 million because most of the clients that we deal with are under you know, $20, $25 million in revenue. And I would say that there is a significant number of those in the U.S. that are under 15 or $10 million, And those businesses won't get this lump sum exit. So private equity, the capital markets, the investment bankers in the states here, they're not even uh, lifting a finger to talk to those smaller, what I call micro businesses in the states. So that means that the number of, you know, the, the amount of buyers out there is so limited and most of the times in the States, they're in the building or they need to be brought into the building. So that changes the mindset and that really begins kind of the, the march towards retooling uh, and reorganizing their business so that it is uh, exitable uh, at all, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. So, so that leads us, Mark. What a you know, you've been talking to business owners about this subject for 15 years. What, what are some of the biggest things you come up against? What's the biggest resistance, the biggest hurdle, the biggest thing you need to address? Um, well, I, I think there's a, there's a couple, couple questions there. I mean, there's some very similar fact patterns that we see um, when we can unpack, if we get engaged. Uh, we've been using uh, the software package Capitalize here now for over a year. And we love it. And that really helps us to shine the light in the corners uh, very brightly and, and determine where uh, business is performing well, where it's, it's, it's leaking oil or needs some, needs some attention. But what I see time and time again is a, just a lack of awareness by the business owner as to what his or her business is actually worth, uh, how much and where they're going to generate any retirement income from. Um, and then the other, the other item that we see time and time again is that, uh, when you ask them about their key employees or their inner circle, my 
I said, look, you know, I'll say, you know, Daryl, when you close the door to have a serious conversation about strategy or the future of your business or business gets tough, you lose a customer, et cetera, who's in the room with you? And he'll say, well, it's John, Mary, Jim. Great. And how long have they been with you? You know, 20 years, 15 years, 25 years, et cetera. My point is, is that inevitably the inner circle of these business owners are right around the very similar age to the business owner themselves. So that when he or she, uh, if you're the business owner, Daryl, when you look to retire at 65, let's say, um, chances are within seven to 10 years, your whole team is gone. Uh, So that and that really is an aha moment for our clients. They'll say, "Ah, I never thought about it that way. So we need to begin to reinvest back into key employee development and a succession plan uh, that will be sustainable and workable. So a lot of our current engagements right now, one of the biggest things that we're we're seeing time and time again is that sometimes that young talent is not in the building and it needs to be it needs to be recruited into the building. So yeah. uh, these are you know part of the the value maximization is if that individual isn't on campus right now, we need to go find them, and you can't wait till you know a month and a half before you want to leave. You better get on your horse right now. Yeah, and you know the value will increase if they're likely to stay. Right, and I think that you know these tools. What I I don't think I know that the ability to demonstrate that uh, if you invest in a few of these levers and it's going to cost you some money, but that your rate of return is, you know, 10x, 100x, 30x of bringing in top talent, of working on your business will, and that's been really a transformative shift in our business utilizing capitalizes to be an ability to say, look, if we fix these things, your business isn't worth 3 million. It could be worth four and a half, could be worth 5 million. Uh, so they will then be willing to invest in the value maximization process. Okay. So you've mentioned this capitalized software that you're using a couple of times. Tell us about capitalized. What does that do? So, yeah, so we were at the Exit Planning Institute uh, annual conference two years ago, um, and we came across the capitalized booth. And we had struggled, frankly, as I think the entire industry uh, is now aware. We didn't know we were struggling, but... Prior to looking at Capitalize uh, and, and, and utilizing the software, we had bits and pieces of you know Excel worksheets and you know uh, white papers and you know a document that we would go back forth and we'd have to toggle every you know back and forth. It was very kind of an unbundled presentation to the owner uh, and their advisors. When we saw Capitalize, it's a, a Sydney, Australia-based uh, software company uh, founded by Craig West and uh, who is you know, one of the leading minds in the succession planning space globally. And this really is the first soup to nuts uh, identification, looks looks at the business through five different lenses. Uh, you know, I, I look, I, I, I explain it to our clients, it's, you know, about two thirds financial, one third non-financial or qualitative. What are the qualities in your business and are they attractive to a professional buyer? And it really packages it up such that, uh, you can. It's very presentable, measurable, and identify specifically that hey, Daryl, your business is worth four million today. But if you fix a few things, it could be worth five million. And if you fixed a lot of the non-financial elements and made it more attractive and de-risked your business to the right buyer, could be worth twice what it's worth today. So that yeah. gets their attention. 
And it's usually that number, what we find, back to your $5 million example with your financial advisor, it's usually the larger number that they have in the back of their mind for their own financial planning purposes, right? But this, the Capitalize unpacks that and said, yeah, I can see why you think your business might be worth $5 million, but the fact of the matter, it's only worth two and a half today. Well, I couldn't live on that. Well, we better get working over the next, you know, 18 to 24 to 36 months to, to, uh, uh, implement that. And then what Capitalize does is you know, they have a terrific process, 21-step process, where we start to check these boxes and fix things over a period of, let's say, two years, not only with the business owner, but with their advisory team. And as we're addressing these items, the business is being dynamically revalued. So to the extent that they're spending fees on a consulting basis with our team or any exit planner, you can see the rate, uh, the return on their investment of those fees immediately. And that really gets them uh, super entrenched in the process because they're making progress. Yeah. So for, you mentioned Craig West and, and, and you know, the listeners of the podcast will have heard that name before. Craig is also the founder of Succession Plus, which is the consulting uh, business that, that I'm involved with. And, uh, and, and so what he's got is this, he's, he's got a proven process that has been developed known as the 21 steps and he's digitized that on a platform that for other advisors to use. And, uh, and that's the capitalized platform, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so it, and yeah, it's been it, a game changer for us because it's given yeah. us the ability to not only, uh, create a phenomenal deliverable, uh, engage, uh, the other advisors, attorney, accountant, banker, et cetera, financial advisors, uh, but then chart our progress alongside with the owner. Uh, and I was so impressed with the capitalized process that I, as I got to know uh, Craig West and Nick Foster, uh, we approached them on taking Succession Plus, which is the largest exit succession planning firm in the continent of Australia with offices in New Zealand and the one that you run in Britain and purchasing the license for U.S., for the U.S. So uh, we're very, very excited back to my earlier comments about putting a stake in the ground and being uh, the go-to place for succession and exit planning in America. Oh, well, that's exciting news. So, uh, that's exciting. It's a, little bit over, it's a little bit overwhelming as well. So, but yeah. yes, very exciting. So it's the classic, I, I love the product. So I got involved with the company. Um, so uh, yeah, from a succession plus perspective, welcome aboard. Uh, wasn't sure if we were going to discuss that today, uh, but yeah, for me, the, the whole exciting process is to go the fact that someone like yourself has been working with clients for, for 15 years, has got a, a truckload of experience in understanding businesses across a number of industries, identifying common themes and helping those business owners reach or, or just fine tune the structures and, and the way they run their business so that the business is less reliant on them and and the real important piece is that entrepreneurs take risks by building a business and starting a business in the first place. They're, they're, they're exposed the whole way through running a business. And what someone like yourself does is that you minimize that risk for them on the eggs on the way out. So many business owners, are, and you mentioned earlier, sort of going, well, you know, at some point I'll sell my business and that's going to fund life after work, whether it be my retirement, my pension, what have you. But there's a massive risk associated with that if they don't plan and prepare and they're just you know, running with their fingers crossed and, and hoping, which 
I guess, let's face it, a lot of entrepreneurs do, given their risk profile. Yeah. But someone like yourself is going, no, 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 no. Look, you've, you've taken risk for the last 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it is. Let's now maximize the value. And, and the nice byproduct of maximizing your value is we minimize your risk for you as well. Exactly. So that you, you've got less exposure. And you can, you can wind down the last few years being totally confident that you know, your retirement is going to work out as you expect and it's no longer as you hope. Yep. Um, you know, so, so that's the exciting piece I see because you know, there, there's just too many business owners that, that sort of hope one day that it's going to work out and I'll sell well, my they're just They're just flying blind, right? I mean, they hear yep. one story of a successful exit from their buddy at the golf course and they just assume that, of course, naturally in their own egotistical mind that they're well, if John's business could sell for 10 million, mine's got to be worth twice as much. Right. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with any of that. It's just all supposition. And so we really, you know, say, look, the earlier you start, the better the odds of a successful outcome. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, the earlier we start, the better the odds for a successful outcome. And the worst thing that can happen by going through an exit planning process is that your business becomes more valuable more than likely a heck of a lot more enjoyable to, to work and operate because it's more systematized, more procedure. And a lot of the, the stress that business owners face is this consistently having to spin all these plates and keep them all up in the air all the time. But if we work to get more organized, more professional management and leaned on others to help you do that, then all of a sudden their business and their professional life becomes more enjoyable uh, their business becomes worth more money and they have more clarity as to how they're going to uh, enter the next chapter of their life. Yeah. So de-risking it, you get a better business to run. As you say, it becomes more valuable, which, you know, part of the valuation is that it suggests that it's more profitable as well. Um, they're, they're spending less time in it or, you know, so it's less stress as well. So so that makes it more enjoyable. So, so there's a lot of business owners that start this process and we're going, get me out of this business. I need out today. Uh, to where they go, you know what? We've, I'm we've, having more fun than I've, I've had in the last yeah. 30 years, right? <laughs> yeah, I've, it's yeah. like I've got a new job. I've, exactly. I've, I've career boredom, I've restructured, and I've had them say to me, well, you know what? Do you mind if we don't sell now? You know, I right. just want to enjoy the next. And we go, look, that's that's fine by us. You know, we're not taking a clip on the exit. So uh, if you, if you want to keep running the business and, and take higher profit, that's fantastic and enjoy it and go out in style. That's what we talk about, doing it on your terms. Exactly. Um, and you set it up, and then when you're ready to exit, let us know, and, and we can point you in the right direction. Yeah, and I think just for those exit planners that are listening, I, I think that just you know to encapsulize what you said there to add to that, when you are partnering with a business owner, and I mentioned the, the accelerated level of these intimate relationships, you become their trusted advisor, and it, you become so referable – uh, because you're really plucking at the heartstrings of their life, right? A successful business, financial security. Uh, I'm always keen on getting the non-working spouse in the meetings, like the wife or the husband of the owner, yeah. to get them to say, hey, Daryl, you promised me you were going to do this for the last 10 years, so here's your opportunity. And uh, so now you've got an advocate there as well. And it just becomes a lot of fun. Uh, it is a very rewarding role um, and, and helping business owners like to me, if we can shift that 20 percent of successful exit, if you only shift it by one percent, you know, you, you're really having a massive impact on the business community. So, uh, yeah, well done there. And yep. I love the fact that what you mentioned about capitalize is that 
as you're working with a client throughout the, the stages, every time you implement something, you mentioned that, that, that the Capitalize platform does a dynamic revaluation and you can see the impact on the business valuation, which just excites and energizes the business owner to go, well, I can see these changes I'm doing that have an immediate result on the valuation of my business. You know, what else have you got for me, Mark? What exactly. else could I change in my business? Because, you know, you made that change and, and here's the impact. And, you know, if, if this is true to form, then let's keep going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's uh, a bit like losing weight or working on your golf game, right? You get a little bit better and you get more excited. And you you want to hit more balls and get a little bit better and you can see the progress that you're making. So it's, uh, it's very, very, very enjoyable. Brilliant. Hey, Mark, this is uh, exciting stuff. So, look, if there were one message that you want um, listeners from the podcast to take away from our conversation today, what's the key point you'd want them to remember? Uh, you know, if I'm speaking to a business owner, uh, I'm, I'm always just constantly repeating that line, right? The earlier you start, the better the odds for a successful outcome. If I'm talking to a financial advisor or an exit planner, um, you know, I would, you have to be able to ask very tough, but polite questions, right? Respectful questions, yeah. you know, and kind of putting it back in the business owner's lap and say, and asking them, tell me what retirement looks like when you exit your business. And they will tell you, they'll paint a picture of how successful this outcome is. Uh, and then if, you know, you can politely grab them by the lapels and say, so what are you doing to work on making that to ensure that that happens? And they have no answer. Uh, and that's really, you can build a tremendous immediate relationship saying, look, my team and I, that's what we're here to do is to help you uh, to be that firm hand in the back. Uh, to hold you accountable, to engage your other advisors, all for your benefit and the benefit of your family, your community, uh, your employees, et cetera. So, um, and I think I, I really believe that in my heart of hearts that my experience that I've gathered uh, throughout my career, uh, I, I'm, I'm able to just connect with a, a high degree of empathy and understand, A, how much is at risk, how much they care about their business, and um, you know, sharing sometimes, uh, becoming vulnerable with them allows them to become a little bit more vulnerable with us. Right. Some great tips there, Mark. Thanks for sharing. Oh, really my pleasure. You. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.